Hello everyone, welcome to Michael Out Loud. My name is Michael and uh, today we'll be talking about how to push your man out quickly. Yes, you heard me right, how to push your man out quickly. We're going to be considering the psychology behind the emotional unavailability of men. The psychology behind the emotional unavailability of men. Uh, I'm basically going to be speaking to the ladies today. Uh, I'll be speaking to the men subsequently in the subsequent podcast. Uh, one of my mission in this dating field is to reduce the number of single mothers out there. Uh, you see, there are way more single mothers than single fathers today, and the figures are increasing drastically on a daily basis. Unfortunately, the the, the kids, if kids are involved, the kids, um, you know. Uh, usually the corporates you know they are the innocent ones yet they are the ones that suffer the most you know every child deserves to be co-parented now i want to emphasize again that this podcast is focused on the ladies and uh we're going to be looking at the uh, one perspective just for today i'll be talking to the men another day so without much ado i'm going to shed some light to the ladies on the psychology of men uh you see Ladies, each time you quarrel with your man or you develop a masculine frame, you're stressing your man out. It's that simple. You're stressing your man out. In, in fact, you're actually stressing each other out. You're stressing yourself out and you're stressing him out as well. So uh, I'm not going to be too religious in this podcast. Um, I'm going to tell you some things straight up. Um, what, 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 gives an, uh, what gives active men... The maximum level of stress relief is sex. Let me come again. What gives active men the maximum level of stress relief is sex. Now, there's no amount of beer drinking or hanging out with the boys as an alternative to get over the stress. There's no amount of, you know, any other activity that can really match what pleasure or relief men get through sex you know um well, well, and, and again take note of the fact that most men cheat out of two major things one is anger and the second is distress now anger is the is the extreme on the continuum uh, whereby he's aggressive and is seeking vengeance is seeking revenge Justice, on the other hand is more passive whereby he's just weak, he's tired of the world issue, he doesn't have energy to fight anymore, he's exhausted and frustrated. So uh, if you get all dramatic and masculine with your man, you're actually putting him in either of these two states, either anger or distress. Now, in psychology, um, Leon Festinger you know, has a theory, of course, of cognitive, cognitive dissonance. Uh, Leon Festinger's theory proposes that inconsistency among beliefs or behaviors causes an uncomfortable psychological tension this psychological tension is called cognitive dissonance you see and psychology also proceeds that uh, it is human nature to maximize pleasure and reduce pain in order to achieve a state of physical mental and emotional balance now this balance is known as homeostasis homeostasis now the arguments you had with your partner as a result of your opposing beliefs uh, have caused him a cognitive dissonance and then he activates his mode 
of reducing distress that is the pain uh, now so since he has become emotionally triggered or vulnerable uh, what do you think would be his next line of action to relieve the stress of course sex you know so uh, at this point because you've argued on everything you both are not talking anymore uh, he's not attracted to you enough to get intimate with you uh, he would after a while actually he would wait around for a bit to seek resolution either by reaching out to you or trying to make you reach out to him and if it's not possible if he's not working and boom he goes out he goes out to cheat now if you're taking time to resolve issues and you're still feisty about the whole thing by the time your temper has subsided the deed has already been done unfortunately the man has gone to cheat then you end up complaining oh this and that blah blah oh man i chased this whereby you actually contributed to it technically now continue listening i'll I'll tell you how first i I, you need to you need to get the fact that not all men cheat if you carry this warped idea in your head drop it immediately men can also say all women are dramatic but that's not true not all women are dramatic women cheat just as men do and there are women that don't cheat just the same way there are men who don't cheat. So let's please be fair in this narrative. Now, let's get back to the basics. Men are ruled by their thoughts, that is logic. They use logic, uh, while women are ruled by their feelings, that is uh, their emotions. Now, because of this, uh, men want to get over things real quick and they're not that much in touch with their feelings the way a woman would. Uh, a man will most likely think more about an issue than continue to feel bad about it. Uh, so, in other words, um, the longer it takes for you to resolve issues with your man, the more you push him out by messing up with his mind. They're making him think and think and think. So this mindfuck gets him more desperate to release the stress. Now, I have a couple of questions to ask you. Um, you see, uh, how long does it take you to work things out with your man? Do you give your man silent treatment or you dismiss him when he reaches out to you? Do you own up to your own faults or instead gaslight and turn things around on him and make it his fault, even though you know within you that you're wrong? Do you communicate your concerns to him and in a respectful manner? Do you call him names? Do you use swear words or his past or any information about him you are private to because of his partner and then you use it against him in a fight? Do you deliberately do or say things you know will hurt or provoke your man when you are angry? Think about it. Do you seek vengeance? To make yourself feel better or to validate your feelings. To justify your feelings. Do you raise your voice or throw tantrums? Do you listen to your man? Do you or do you call third parties on him? You know, any small thing you call his parents, you call his mom. If your answer is yes to one or more of these questions I've asked. I'm sorry, your man is either out or on his way out of the door already. 
and sadly you pushed or you're pushing him away he may have checked out of the relationship emotionally and if not he's going to do so very soon if your behaviors persist if you don't change now if it cheats on you straight up i'm going to tell you this you contributed to it in some way now this this podcast is not about having the fear of god or being disciplined it's about psychology and realism let's face reality this is how, how, how it is. You don't have to be religious not to cheat. There are many people who are not religious out there that are having working relationships. It's a matter of sowing and reaping. Now, I'm not justifying men cheating or blaming women for the inadequacies of their men, for the inadequacies of their men. I know some men are just randy by nature. Now, cheating is bad on all forms. I'm not, on all fronts. I'm not endorsing it in any way. I'm only saying people don't just cheat for no reason. And today, we're considering ways a woman can make sure she doesn't inspire her man to cheat. That's all. Now, let's go to the solution. Again, if you answered yes to any of the questions I asked, it's simple. The solution is to stop those behaviors. Just stop it. Secondly, don't take time at all before resolving issues with your man. Work things out as soon as possible. Work things out as soon as possible. The longer it takes, the worse things get. Meet him halfway if he reaches out to you and be humble enough to reach out to him too. Don't let him stay mad for too long. I know, I know sometimes men have an ego, but to be frank, women are the real homemakers. Now, let's, let's go biblical a bit now. You know the story of Abigail in the, in, in the Bible? You know, uh, her husband insulted King David. And King David had a, you know, a big army. He got angry and wanted to retaliate, you know. But Abigail got up and was warning him that, no, this is not taking the right step and all that. And she go apologize to David. But he didn't. Nabal was so cocky was being foolish and even warned her not to take any step but she didn't she went on and appealed to David and for her action David forgave the husband so like Abigail in the Bible who begged David to spare her husband for insulting him do everything to keep your relationship even when your partner is being temporarily stupid you know at the end of the day, it's a win-win situation. It's not always about having the last word, but bearing the big picture in mind. The big picture, such as the relationship being saved. If you have any kids, the kids will remain co-parented. The issue is not escalating further. Intimacy is restored. These are more fundamental things than a quarrel over toothpaste. My point is this. It's absolutely okay to reach out to your man to work things out with him. He would be grateful for it deep down. It doesn't make you less of a woman. It doesn't make you less independent. It doesn't make you uh, overly submissive. It's just you trying to seek peace and harmony in your home, in your relationship and stability. Think about it. Abigail in the Bible would have been a widow if she didn't take action to fix things. Ladies must begin to have a fix-it mentality and not always 
playing the role of the damsel in distress. Nobody want to be another, on another journey on a kid role. It's a two-way thing. Abigail could have warned and scored her husband in annoyance for not listening to her and moved on with her life. But then, she's going to be hot. She will have been hot later, you know, when she's widowed and when, when her husband gets killed. She will hurt eventually. She'll be a widow. So I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause a bit here, you know, um, but I'm sure you get the message for today. So if you want to learn more about the, the, the psychology of relationships, you know, um, I just wrote a book known as Cupid Has a Dad. Cupid Has a Dad, you know, has a lot of information in it that's going to help you get your relationship group, group back. Right now, I'm offering a 50% discount for a limited time. It's not expensive at all. For the price of a, of a cup of coffee, you can learn how to get your relationship group back. So get the book, you know, if you want to learn more about how you can get your relationship back in motion. Just go to www.gumroad forward slash chat one. www.gumroad forward slash chat one. You know, C-H-A-D and number one. So uh, thank you for listening. I hope you learned uh, in, in this uh, episode today uh, about what to do to make sure to help you you know, make sure that your man does not cheat on you and you're not contributing, you're not inspiring him to do what he's not supposed to do. You see, a man can cheat with anybody. He doesn't have to be emotionally connected. He can he can just cheat just for the sex and that's it. He can cheat with anyone without having any emotional connection with them. But it don't have to happen. So do all you can as a woman to save your relationship because you indeed are the homemaker. Thank you for listening. Until we meet next time on Michael Aloud. I really, I mean your host, Michael. Stay safe.